In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Hey, Benny. What's going on? Oh my gosh, it's been a good day. How about you? It has been a good day. I went and played basketball early this morning. So got an early morning workout in. Nice. Um, feeling much better than last Sunday morning when I went and played. Like I was just like sore all day and just like done. And even like when I came here, I was just really sore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, better today. It was it was fun too. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You want to get into it? Let's do it. So this week we watched Caddyshack. 1980. Yeah. So this one, uh, directorial debut of Harold Ramis. Okay. And Harold Ramis, we all know him from Ghostbusters. Yep. So and I almost wanted to do Ghostbusters this week, but I'm saving it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now I'm excited to, to hear what you've chosen. <laughs> Nothing like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the budget on this was $6 million. Okay. U.S. gross... 39 million. Okay. Initially, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, and Rodney Dangerfield's roles were supposed to be cameos. Okay. It was supposed to basically be like Danny and Tony's story as caddies and not have a gopher and all these other things. Okay. But the it was just too good. They were just they were just too funny. And yeah. it, it points it does kind of feel exactly what it sounds like like a a series of bits. Mhm. And so it's interesting because we don't really know what the what the actual narrative looked like before all of this change for sure. happened. For sure. And Rodney Dangerfield was like the king of the one liner. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like I don't really think that he had I mean, I'm sure he had like a script, but a lot of the stuff he said were just like zings at the people that he was talking to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So this was the final film of Ted Knight. Okay. And he specifically wasn't really stoked with the atmosphere. I guess the atmosphere was kind of like Animal House. Um, mm-hmm. Once they cut and wrap for the day, it was party all night. Mm. It did cause some delays down the road. Did it? Yeah, just okay. kind of, you know how it is. You're partying day in, day out. The early 80s was a serious time of party and mm-hmm. probably drug usage and all that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially totally. those younger... You know, people that were in or what seemed like younger people that were, you know, like the side characters and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And finally, this film is based on Brian Doyle Murray's experience as a caddy. His brothers, John and Bill Murray, um, also worked as caddies. And okay. so did Harold Ramis, actually. So it was, you know, kind of a natural thing for them to have this perspective on. Okay. Oh, actually, one more thing. Bill Murray, his role, or the role of Carl initially was supposed to be silent. Really? He wasn't supposed to say a word. Right. Okay. But then they cast Bill Murray. Yeah. And so. he's, <laughs> yeah. he's ridiculous. Like, it was killing me how he would just stare at the old ladies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. Uh, so we start out, we meet the gopher. Yes. I like the gopher immediately because he's got moves. No doubt. He really does. It, it, it is kind of interesting. He ends up bookending the film. Yes. And it's it's kind of a weird scene to me that the when we get to Danny's house and it's in the morning and there's like yeah. a sea of children. Like 12 plus. Like, whoa. Yeah. And it's chaos. Yeah. And I like how even the dad at one point was like sitting at the table with the kid and he's like, who are you? And he's like, I mean, what's your name? And then the kid says his name. And then he, he like, sees his wife and he, like, turns the kid. He's like, who is this? Right. And she's like, oh, that's your nephew. Like, Yeah. Was, it, like, a, was it, like, a summer thing? Yeah, he's like, like, what, are we running a restaurant here? Like, what's what's going on? Dude, I don't, yeah. And they never explain it. No, ever, ever. But I kind of feel like Danny needs to learn boundaries. Like, you know, walking into the bathroom, yeah. no knock, no nothing. Yeah. Come who's, on, Danny. Who's on. in here and didn't just does the... Open You're the door. asking for yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt. And 
it leads to him having this big old argument with his dad about college. Mm-hmm. And that's when we kind of learn like, oh, this is going to be Danny's thing. Yeah. As he's you know graduating high school, what's yep. he going to do with his life? Yeah. I think his dad didn't understand because I don't know if they would have paid him the $30 that he got paid for caddying right then and there. And he's like, and plus tips. And he's like, put that in the thing. And he put. He said he only saw him put in like ten dollars and change. How can you even tell that from there? Yeah, like, come on. And he really. I was watching because I like I rewound it to, because he made such a fuss about it, and he wasn't even watching most of the time. And the way he was like putting the money in, you wouldn't really be able to count it. Like, no way. Yeah, no. Just ridiculous. But he had a shit ton of money in that. Yeah. Mold, or at least made it look like it. At least you know what I mean. Yeah, unless it's just crumpled up ones. Yeah, a lot of ones can make a lot of money if you have a big enough bowl. College is going to be eight grand a year. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Dang. Yeah. Wow. I wish that was all what my college cost. Me too. That would be sweet. Yeah. I'd be it. It'd be paid off by now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we watched Danny go to work. Yes, bicycle. Yep. He's a healthy kid. Yeah, he makes no time for his first appointment with Mr. Webb, Ty Webb. Yes. This might be my favorite Chevy Chase role. Um, I have to tell you, I don't remember much from this movie, so it's almost like watching it for the first time for okay. me. So coming at it from a different, like with that in mind, you know, he doesn't always, um, he's not always my favorite, but this character was was interesting. Yeah. He's like the, he's like the philosophical rich guy. Yeah, yeah. I loved his aloofness of, of money and everything because even at one point the girl like goes, you have an unsigned check here for like 70 grand. And she's like, there's another one, another one. I love how he's so rich it doesn't really matter, but it doesn't seem like he's like a jerk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's, it, it's weird because he, he is coming off that way, but he also is really cheap. Yeah. So it's, which is a which is actually a stereotype about rich people is that's how they keep their money. Yeah. So, <laughs> but he, uh, I just thought it was interesting because initially I didn't know if Danny and him had this long-standing thing, which I kind of feel that they do because otherwise it's weird that he is trying to like have this heart-to-heart with him about college. But one of the things I liked about what Ty says is that he's asking the questions like, well, do you really want to go to college? Yeah. So even though he's kind of like this arrogant rich guy with his like seemingly enlightened viewpoint on things, like it is a good question to ask yourself. For sure. So I think in, in a way, I don't know, maybe, to me it indicated they had like a like a long standing or, you know, he'd been catting for him at least for the summer for or something. While, yeah. Like they have a rapport. That's for what sure. I'm looking for. For sure. And that whole kind of way that he's maybe trying to indicate to Danny a, a different perspective when he like does the whole blindfold and and just nails the shot. Yeah. And like, it's funny when people do that kind of shit where yeah. they're like, Hey, here's this thing that you have no idea that I've practiced a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to tell you like, this is how simple it is. Yes. And then like, kind of like come down on you when you don't nail it the first time. Like he doesn't come down on him, but it's kind of no. like, Oh, well, he's like, he's like, where did it go? And he's like, Right into the into the forest or something like that. But it's funny, not in a negative way, but I did have a, a chef instructor that would do this. He showed we had to do this cut, which was called a tournée. I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. But it's a special like eight-sided cut on a potato. It's about so big. You actually would never make this cut in any kind of cooking application. But it was a part of one of the like knife skills tests that we had to take or in Actually, in almost all of our knife skill state, we had to take this. We had to do this at least a few times. Mm -hmm. But he could do it behind his back, like without even looking at it. Oh, wow. Like, and so that was, it was sort of similar to that. Not that we couldn't do it, but he did kind of, he was like, for the ones that were terrible, he was like, this is, this one's terrible. And then he's like, I'm going to show you, like, I, I think he said, like, my stupid trick or something like that. And he could totally do, like, a perfect one behind his back. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. 
So then we get to meet Judge Smales. Yes, Ted Knight. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's... He is wrapped up tight, isn't he? And kind of douchey, like... Yeah, very wrapped up tight. And, and actually, I feel like his, his response to the gopher trail, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's pretty good. It yeah. almost made me think he was an owner, but he's not the owner. No. He's a co-founder of the country club. Okay. But I don't know that he has like an ownership stake, although it feels like he does the whole time, like through yeah. the movie. It almost feels like he's like the managing partner of the country club. Something like that. I, I, I'd kind of always gotten that feel. Did you, I tried to look up where this is supposed to be. And when I looked, it said something about Nebraska, but then it also said something about Florida. I read Illinois. And that's what I thought. Yeah. So I was like, because Carl's uh, accent is totally like a Midwestern like accent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of Carl. Yes. When, when Mr. Smale, he he gets the the head groundskeeper yes. who we see one time, couple times. Do actually. we see yeah, him you more see than him once? Again, yeah. Okay, because he has the interaction with him, and then he goes and he's like, "I'll get my best man on it." Yes. All right. With this is laden with problems. We have problems, problems, problems yes. everywhere right away. No doubt. First of all, like this is your best guy. You're probably just saying that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. But you set like no parameters. There's there's no parameters to getting None. this 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 task accomplished. Just kill the golfer. Right. Yeah. And the fact that he uh, thought you said golfers yeah, should I, be a good indicator. I've always loved that line. Yeah. Like it it always makes me crack up when when he says it. He's like, "No, if I did that, they would lock me up and throw away the key." Like yeah. he's like, "Not the golfers, you idiot. The golfers. Oh, I I can do that." Yeah. It right. Wouldn't be a problem. I right. always love that line. He's 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 really funny. He's great. So I just thought it was, you know, ridiculous. Like you can't, you can't expect much from this dude. No. Like that's the guy you give some like specifics to. Like this is how to kill the gopher. Yes. This is, you know, if you can't do it in this fashion, like come back. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Not just go, my son. Have at it. However you, however you think is best. Like with Carl? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that's just, I don't know. Oh man. I love how he wants to start with the water. And so he's like yanking out the hose to get ready to to like hose out the hole for the for the for the gopher. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of out of his peripheral spots, the gopher. And he like kind of makes this move like he's like completely nonchalant and not trying to go over towards the gopher and then like dives for him. And totally misses and then sticks his hand down in there. And this scene, again, as many times as I've seen it, it cracks me up because he's like, oh, oh, you know, like because he like gives it the finger and it just like bites him. It just cracks me up every time. I thought it was funny that he the way he carried the hose. Yes. Nobody carries a hose like that. It's very phallic. Very strange. (laughs) But, you know, Bill Murray got to just do whatever he wanted to do. Nice. Yeah. So we have um, our little introduction to the caddy shack mm-hmm. with Carl and one of the caddies and that whole pitchfork thing. Yes. And when caddy, he was telling the story about when he was a caddy and he caddy for the Dalai Lama. Yes. That scene also just all improv and it actually freaked the actor out with because the pitchfork. the pitchfork. Yeah. Like I was like, wait, what's the point of the pitchfork? Like he's holding him hostage to tell him this story. Like, and I was like, this is hilarious though. Yeah. Yeah. The llama. The llama. Yes. And then you get to see that there is some tension between Danny and Tony. They have like a very combative kind of relationship. And it starts at the at the little snack shack and then moves into the general area. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's kind of interesting how that scene probably was to establish this whole other narrative that really doesn't go very far. It doesn't. It like gets to a point and then it just kind of goes away. It seems like they come to, they don't show it, but it seems like they come to some kind of conclusion with, with their beef because later on he's kind of cheering him on. You know what I mean? Like for him to succeed. Yeah. And then we find out that there's a dead caddy. Yes. Which from stress <laughs> during finals but it just it just was so i don't know yeah just or anxiety strange... excuse me it was an he died of an anxiety attack during finals i think yes yeah 
So now there's a scholarship that's available. Yes. And Danny's still trying to figure out, like, it sounds like he's pretty serious about trying to make the college thing happen. <laughs> More to please his parents, I yeah. think, than anything. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so he's now going to try and work his way in. For sure. And it seems that Judge Smell has a reputation, maybe, about the golf course that no one typically wants to caddy for him. So, yeah. But he has obviously some kind of beeline to this scholarship, and he's he's willing to take one for it. You know he's got to I mean? do it. Yeah. Yep. Because he does. He he He's like the chairman of the committee of the scholarship. Yeah, yeah. He's important. Yeah. And he's so like, important. I love how he like kind of like eases into the question, you know, and and then kind of tells him how his he wants to go to college but his parents can't afford it. And then the one girl, Lacey, was like listening and obviously knew what he was doing and was like, Nice try. Yeah. And she walks by. <laughs> but he never picks up on it, Smell. He yeah. never picks no, up on it. He's not at all. oblivious. Yeah. He's just like no. But he's super competitive. Like there was that weird scene with him and Ty in the um in the locker room and Ty's like he's like, Well, what'd you shoot today? Yeah. And he's like, I don't keep I don't, I don't yeah. keep score. Yeah. And he's like, like, come on. Yeah, you know, you, like there's you gotta know. Exactly. And then yeah. and he he's just has all this like bluster about him mm. and uh wants to be like the man about the country club. Yeah. Then we get to meet Al, played by Rodney Dangerfield. Love his outfits. Whoa. I'm saying, like, I would rock those suits today. Whoa. Like, maybe not the big fat tie. I'm not into that. But, like, those suits were, were righteous. And he's, like, the least golfy type of dude, right? No, but you know what it is? Is that he's uh, a regular dude that became rich, obviously, that wants to fit in with people that have money. He wants... I think he's that's what I as the type of character that I got from him, even though he's brash and doesn't have a filter at all. Like he wants to be included with people that have money like him and a country club is the way to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of what I got from him as a like a, 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 a probably a rags to riches. You're you know. I, I, I totally didn't think about that aspect of it, but because mm -hmm. to me, he felt like a disruptor. He felt like, um, like my take on him was that he, maybe he secretly does want to be in that world, mm -hmm. like you're saying, but knows he'll never fit into it. So he's just going to go in and be an ass, like huh. be hella obnoxious and over the top because, because it's so ungolf like, mm -hmm. you know, like that's the thing I think I like about him so much is that golf has all this these rules and the propriety around it that he could he would he, no. he cared not yeah no. like driving his car right up yeah like he does not give a shit <laughs> like walking into the shop like that and just like that whole thing was a bit oh, okay he, so he'd never acted in a movie before this rodney dangerfield had yeah him. okay and the director kept giving him the action cue mm -hmm. and he just wouldn't move he wouldn't he just he didn't understand that that's what meant like start okay so from that point forward he would say rodney now it's time to do your bit okay. and then he would go in and nail it okay he's <laughs> so, he's always been super funny to me even as a kid like i always loved rodney dangerfield and he got no respect and all that stuff like that like he's always been super funny when they meet it's it's a, an immediate break of the rule like he's just breaking rules yeah he wants to throw out bets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and he's like being loud, but I mean, mm -hmm. but Smale's also like taking his sweet time. He's bouncing up and down on the knees, yeah, yeah. and he's he's getting his little practice swing going, and like, and, and the last thing you're supposed to do, right, is to is to be like that, to yeah. you know, hurry him along or like <clears throat> like that kind of stuff, right? There's, well, there's there's kind of two sides to it. I mean, if I were to go over here to Foxtail to play, and I like I have to play in a timely manner because there are people coming up behind me. And if I'm playing slow, then I'm slowing down the people behind me. If I'm slowing down them, then they're slowing down the people behind them. So you do have to play in a timely manner. But again, it was something between them. So I don't, I don't know. Because well, like I think a that's what the event. they weren't doing. I think it was just like a normal day. Like yeah. they just had a tea time and he was behind him. Yeah. But what I love about it is that he keeps egging him on the entire for sure. time. For sure. Yeah. And it's it's probably one of my favorite sequences in the film because you know that um, that Al is 
not of this world. Mm. And my take on him, once you start to see what's up with his golf bag, mm-hmm. is that like he's just ready to party oh, all, all the time. The time. Yeah. And he has every gadget and everything that oh. facilitates said party. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's amazing. The radio. The radio is my favorite. The keg. When he starts the radio and they just start dancing. Oh, yeah. And the way that it affects smell, like... It's beautiful. It is. And I love the shot where you see them in the background mm-hmm. still just like getting down. <laughs> dancing. It's like the whole crew of them are dancing <laughs> around his bag. And yeah, and then there's the keg in it and it just shoots up out of there and he's got his little cups and everything. I was like, man, this golf bag is awesome. And I think even one of the, the caddies comments, he's like, what do you got in here? Bricks? Yeah. Because it was so heavy. Right. Yeah. Al doesn't strike me as the type of person that, like, I don't feel like he is a mean-spirited person. No. But he kind of likes poking at yeah. smell, right? And so, because it's like he can tell he's getting under his skin. Mm-hmm. So that last barb is at the end and he's ma- trying to make a bet on his putt. Yes. And he just goes over <laughs> the edge. And he hucks his, put- his putter into, like, the dining area. <laughs> and takes the lady out. Like, Dude. Yeah. And, like, it's it's just so revealing. It is. About about who everyone is at mm. this point. Yeah, yeah. And Smale, he needs, he needs some, I don't know, he needs something to calm him down. He does. He really does. And Danny takes the, the blame for it. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he obviously does it for a reason. You know, he's trying yeah. to get this scholarship really badly, but he totally takes the blame for it. And Smale, he he kind of plays into it. He's like, "Yeah, you, you're right. You should have you should have done that. You know what I mean? Like, right. be on that. You know what I mean? Go go over there, and I'll sign your card. Like, dude, like yeah. you legit threw it. Like, exactly, legit threw it <laughs> with reckless regard. He's such a tool. Yeah, but of course, you know now he likes Danny. He does. Hey, I might keep this caddy around. Yeah, yeah. Might even remember your name. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Yes. So since the hose didn't work out, Carl has to take it up a notch, and yeah, he's he uh, he's got that rifle. Yeah, and he's got his like uh, bush, like costume on, <laughs> and he's like as he's trying to creep up, he's like, pay no attention to that bush that's moving over there. It's just a bush. And like, I'm like, why that? Wait, why? What's up with the flashlight, dude? What's up with the flashlight is not going to help you in the night mission to kill the gopher. It's dark. I'm, I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to stick up for him is all. It's dark, you know, and you know he's got no sense. So it's like a senseless thing. And then even right before he shoots, he yells, die varmint. <laughs> and so like he gave the, the, the gopher fair warning to duck and get away. Yes. He's, I guess so. Yeah, that's why he's senseless. That's, yeah. that's what his character is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this is all happening at that event that uh, Danny goes to with his girlfriend, Maggie. Yes. Another story that got cut short. Like, obviously, we both noticed she has an Irish accent. Yes. And the story they just don't tell you is that she's an exchange student. Okay. Yeah. So, what's the deal? Like, is it, do they have an open relationship? Is it like, you know, because well, it, 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 seems... it's going to shade how I see some future events here because it seems like they're boyfriend, girlfriend. It does. And she seems very jealous when it comes to him and seeing other girls. Like, so she's he, she sees that she notices he notices Lacey all the time. Right. And she's like, I know why you came here. I think it's because he blatantly just stares at Lacey in front no of doubt. her. No doubt. No doubt. Like, I think if he wasn't doing that, she probably wouldn't have given it much thought. Like okay. she's actually commenting on what she's seeing. Yeah, yeah. So he's like s- staring at her <laughs> dining room, and she's like, "Okay, I can see why you came." <laughs> and he's like, over buttering. Yeah, and like... so then she sees that, and it's like, I mean, it's kind of like, what else are you supposed to think? <laughs> yeah, right? no like... doubt, no doubt. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he pretty blatantly stares they they kind of all do when oh my gosh when totally. Lacey, when excuse me when Lacey is around mm-hmm. and she is a very friendly lady <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know you get that indicator immediately when you when we're introduced to her and smell mm-hmm. 
is saying like oh this is my niece she's from manhattan and you know her dad basically sent her here to have some other experiences and it's like he yeah. sent her <laughs> to because he doesn't want to see all of this happening in front of him for yeah. three months like yeah. he just needs a break yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> because she and it's no shame she owns who she is she does and i that's why that's why i chose the term friendly yeah no like, it's yeah, well, it would be ridiculous to to say she can't be like that if she wants to be. No, you exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, everybody notices, <laughs> for sure. And uh, at this whole, this whole evening dinner, back to the country club mm-hmm. dinner, and it's, you know, there's all this propriety and all of this, you know, whatever. You know, Lacey doesn't want to be there. No. Spalding doesn't want to be there. No. It's boring. Yeah. And then it gets interesting when Al, we go over to Al's table, mm-hmm. but whoa. Yeah. Like, dude, like that's not how you, that's not how you interact in no. like the country club din- dining room. It's again, that's why I always, I felt like he was the kind of rags to riches guy. Like he, it's not something that he's used to. He's so, and then he's the, he just seemed like the kind of guy to me that would, well, I'm just going to go be me. You know what I mean, and blowing ass in the in the room, right. and just being loud and brash again. You know what I mean. I think it's just him. Yeah, and that rich. like when he's walking around, when he walks around with his little wad of cash. Yeah, like I would love to walk around with a wad of cash and give it to people. Like that would be amazing Dude, to have it like that. Like for sure, so cool. But in that atmosphere. It's tacky. Yes. And like you see him doing that and he's just like stuffing, mm-hmm. I'm thinking 20s, just, like into people's what, pockets, yeah. right? And when he does that to, to smell, it's the best. Yeah. And he's like, then he like holds it and he like brings it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like he realized, I think he did it on purpose. I think he knew it was snail. Me too. Yeah. And so it's like, there's that insult. And then I, as much as it's messed up, I love how he, he, he's really nice to the wife and then he just Give her, gives her the crazy backhanded compliment. Oh, yeah. He's like, wow, you must have been a looker for, before there was electricity. Before electricity. <laughs> oh. But it's and, so funny and because then, they're so stuffy. Yeah, yeah. And then later he tells her she's a whole lot of woman. Yes. Yes. And then he, of course, has his dig at, at, the, at Spalding, too. Of course. he's the easiest target yeah. of them all. Yeah. The scene when he's drinking the random drinks... Like just to get drunk, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, yeah, you're, you're. It's not that many of us haven't done that, but like, there's a different. There's something about the way he does it. No or doubt, like, it's like creepy, and like he's trying to be sneaky about it. But it's funny, like, it's it's totally in that time in the '80s, people smoked everywhere, yeah. And so you that would have totally been a thing, like the cigarette in the glass. It's so gross. It was. And it like every time I see that scene, it kind of makes me go, ooh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my God. Like, no. <laughs> and it's just so horrible. Yes. So horrible. Yes. Mm. And before we get to, before that escalates, that's when Ty Webb shows up mm-hmm. for drinks. Dinner's yes. over. He's like, I'm not going to be here for your dinner. Yeah. Show up for drinks. For drinks in his, in his tuxedo. And when he locks eyes with Lacey, mm-hmm. it's the it's on. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, it's funny as he comes in. You know, a few of the older ladies are checking him out mm-hmm. and kind of saying. One of them is like, and then another one he like, and then he does all these things like the zipper move and then the tongue move. I just yeah, it's yeah. just hilarious. Yeah, and it's in her, his conversation with her with Lacey outside. Mm-hmm. She straight up is like, "I'm into whatever." Yeah. Like, and then, like, he kind of gives her this look, like, what? And then she's like, no, really, like, tie like, me up with yeah, your ties. Tie me up like, with your tie. whatever. You, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Like, and he's like, why don't we just act like normal people? And she wasn't into it, but not she at still all. got down with it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And we also get another shot of the gopher dancing to the, the yeah, like, kind of slow, like, swing yeah, music, he's, you know? He's got moves. You're right. Totally. He totally does. He's like, eh. Yeah. So then we cut back to Spalding, who can't handle can't handle what has happened. No, the cigarette in the in the in the mouth amongst I'm sure all the drinks that he had been probably pilfering over the evening Ugh. caught up to him. And I'm like, dude, you, you you I know you ran by the bathroom before you, you got out have... before you got to the where the cars are. Bushes. 
right? Like all different kinds of stuff you passed up to the get. The topiary tree yeah. in the entryway. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Spalding? Come on. Somebody's car? That's fucked up. Oh, that's the worst thing. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then in the driver's seat to boot, like, come on. But what what got me was the lady should have smelled it right away. Exactly. But Agree. 100%. Yeah. What, how do you not? Yeah. Right away. I don't care that there were the, the, the T-tops were open. Like, yeah. she should have smelled that right away. It Even with all disgusting. the windows down, right? Yes. Still, it'd be like, whew. It would be disgusting. Throw up is not a good, good smell. <laughs> By no means. It makes me want to throw up the smell. You know what it's, I mean? Yeah, I think most of us have that reaction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we get back onto the golf course mm-hmm. next day. And um, Carl is again checking out the ladies. Yeah. And this brings me back to my questions about management. Like, no one ever really checks in on Carl. They catch him doing weird stuff. Is that Super when, that's when creepy. he walks up, huh? And he's and like, he's why like, are you going? He's like cleaning a ball in like the ball cleaner and yeah. talking. Yeah. He's like really creepy about the old ladies and how he wants to hide his sausage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he does get called out on it. Yeah. But no one ever like. Create again, no no boundary is created here. Well, this is the eighties. Yes, it sure is the the eighties. Early eighties, so there wasn't really anything yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we catch up with Danny and and Ty Mm -hmm. out on the course and and Ty now, you know, golfs with no shoes on. Yeah. Whatever. He's free spirited rich guy. That's right. Yeah. Tossing balls all over the green. Mm -hmm. Just like woo. And I don't know if you remembered, um, but I was saying one time there was the the um, Tom Brady, was it the Texans that they played? No, the Falcons. It was Tom Brady and the Falcons where the Falcons went out on like a 27 to nothing lead mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. And I think... I think I don't know if we we were hanging out that day or not, and that I had left at one point, and I got home and I was like, I was like Tom Brady probably did some of that na 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 stuff, and then as sure as shit, I turn on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> But I always, I always, whenever I'm on the golf course, I, I actually really do enjoy golf. And mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it for several reasons. Um, I like being outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like walking outside. Mm-hmm. I like drinking beer outside. Yes. I like smoking pot outside. Yeah. And so the golf course affords me all of these it's things. It's a lot of outside activity. Amidst playing golf, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... Whenever I'm on the golf course, at one point I do the no 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 no. I don't always make it on the no 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 no. But you know I try. Okay. I always try. Yeah. Well, he was pretty good at it. He really, dude. He was awesome. Like even with his foot and yeah, the pool shot one and mm-hmm. yeah, he was he made everyone. And then the jump. I liked the jump. That was yeah, my favorite. That really was cool. And, and Dan- that was done with the putter. Like yeah, yeah. You would have to really dig it to like get it to do that. Totally. Yeah. I mean, not that I know anything about golf, but I mean, I know, I know some. Yeah. A putter is a flat face. So I knew it, that. It, yeah, yeah. So it, that's why it was, it was a really cool shot. So now uh, Danny's going to compete in the caddy tournament. Mm-hmm. To get that scholarship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's all the, the caddies. I thought it was hilarious how many people are just smoking cigarettes on the, on the, on the golf course, like it, oh, yeah. while they're, while they're driving. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And even the one caddy, Tony, like he had a cigarette in his lips, I think. The whole time except for like when they were in the pool yeah i guess the actor he said he took up smoking after the after that <laughs> i always wonder because you know some people when you're watching certain shows and the actor is smoking you could tell that the actor is faking it they're not really smoking oh yeah you can it's i used to smoke yeah and you can tell totally when somebody's not really truly smoking but yeah that's funny because he was must have been just really puffing on that yeah <laughs> and so danny wins mm-hmm. and smell now is like oh yeah hey you know why don't you come over to my little christening i'm gonna boat have a boat christening tomorrow and and- <laughs> why don't you come over and mow my lawn yeah Dick. Yeah, and you know because a, a college bound kid like you could use some extra cash right yeah. And then he's like, and then after that, why don't you come over to the yacht club? And then he grabs his hand and puts, 
like I think like fifty cents or something like that into his hand and like holds it for a while and he's like, You hold on to this, okay? Like he's like he said, just a cheap wad. Like, yeah, are you kidding me? Fifty cent and he, you even see Danny, he just throws it. He's like, Man I have no use for this. Fifty cents. Right. Please. Exactly. <laughs> then he heads over to maggie's house has some celebration sex yes i love what she says like he tells her he wants to go swimming she says i don't swim and he's like i'll teach you and then she goes why don't you come in and help me sort out my holy cards yeah and i was like that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) and then i love how tony is like hopping at the back window to try to see yeah like what is going on <laughs> in illinois 1980 dude he had hops he wanted to see them get their so. boogie on dang yeah wow so next scene is the uh the caddy invasion of the country club pool it's it's, it's caddy day mm-hmm. and the caddies are allowed to go in from one o'clock to one fifteen. That nice, was it. Nice stretch of that time. Was, that was all the time they got, and they took full advantage. They just came r- running through like a like a jailbreak you would see on like a a, a a a pass rush line trying to get at the quarterback and get a sack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like they just came in. I think a lot of them were fully clothed, like shoes and jeans and everything, and just. You are correct. And I love that the, one of the kids throws his inner tube and it goes around this lady and it does the old spinneroo around her head. And I was like, I wonder if they got that on the first take or like <laughs> probably had to do it a bunch of times and that was like the best one. Probably. You know I mean? yeah. 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 I have a question though. Was the lifeguard shaving his legs? I was actually going to bring that up so myself. So he must have been. I don't know if... I, di- I didn't think that. I thought it was just an abundance of sunblock. Like, okay. like, a sun- like you see people do it on their nose. Maybe he had extra sensitive shins and needed like the abundance of sunblock to protect that, that, that sensitive shin. I swear sun. I saw but a distinct... It- it, like just raise one it did razor look swipe. Like that, yeah, it did kind of look like that too. And so interfering with with the shield. Yeah, you're right. And I I'm like, so. why are you doing that at the pool? How are you doing that? Because yeah. like that's unsanitary. He, he had full length hair, so I was like, you need water. Maybe, you need all sorts of things to make he had this a happen. Super sharp, like razor. I don't know. I, my fear was he was just gonna flick that right into the pool or something you know and like have a that, little floating like shaving gross. hair that'd be gross along with the exactly later said oh my gosh turd. right like <laughs> and when the kid gets pants and he's got like other he's it's weird... like it's almost like a thong that he or had like, yeah on. i was like is that a what is i don't know i i was gonna ask you that is like, that like a, is that like a business? swimming thing for guys yeah. back in the day or and sometimes like, like especially a movie made in 80 you know i'm like is it them making fun of something in the culture at the time or is this like something that happened i thought maybe <laughs> also maybe it was like to make it look like he was naked uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah even though he wasn't like i, I didn't know what it was it was weird Lacey shows up mm-hmm. and Danny and Tony just stand there in front of, in front of Well, they were going to fight. They, they were going to get in a fight. Right. Like right then and there at the pool. And then. Lacey shows up. Lacey shows up and all fights were forgotten. And they just gawk at her for mm-hmm. like, it seems a good amount of time. And well, that's she, when I was like, okay, now you're kind of an asshole, Danny. She's, well, she's taking her time to walk by. Again, not. That that's a reason for them to gawk at her, but she is a beautiful lady, and she seems to take a liking to Tony at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that if it wasn't for Mrs. Smell, that Tony probably would have got in on the action of probably. Of yeah. It may have. We just didn't get to see that scene, yeah. possibly. Yeah. But it sets off the chain reaction of then we've got the synchronized swimming. Mm-hmm. It's very lovely it choreography. Is, and it, and I had always thought, and I don't know why, because the, the scenes kind of back to back each other. I thought that the lifeguard was telling them to stop doing the synchronized swimming, but that's not what he was doing. The, the kids were like roughhousing in the pool after 
the synchronized swimming. And that's when I noticed that you're right, the swipe in his whatever he had on his legs. Yeah. And so he's like, stop it, stop it, you know, not do, you know, and then they tip the thing over and in the pool he goes. I also thought was weird because it's like, all of you are employees. Yeah. I mean, like, this is like a fireable offense, in my opinion. Like, you've just destroyed my whole, like, lifeguard tower. They were not tower. worried about any repercussions no, whatsoever. Nothing. With anything. The way so they were weird. treating the... Because I would assume that the people that were at the pool were members of the country club. Right. So the throwing the tube on the lady's head, all these things are would be, I'm sure, considered fireable offenses. Right. And they had... They gave zero fucks. Yeah. Zero. None. And and then we end with the baby Ruth. <laughs> yes. We get the Jaws music mm-hmm. and it looks like a turd is perfect. It, it really, does. really does. It does. It looks like a turd. It's got like the the peanuts and the chunks. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody had a good, good fiber in their diet. They did. Yeah. And then the natives show up and they pitch a fit. Yeah. And... It's it's not good when no. when when the people realize they're in the proximity of what could be a turd. Oh, it's over. And I would have whoa. I would I would probably oh. be walking on water at that point, like <laughs> making fast moves to get away from said doo doo. You know what I mean? Oh, that's just gross. It is. Like, come on. Even though you know it's a baby Ruth, it's still like yeah. In that context, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. then when when Carl eats it. Mrs. Smail can't handle it, dude. <laughs> no. Well, and my thought was like, you know, every now and again, Carl just likes a chlorinated baby Ruth. He does. You know, just. He didn't care. Mm-mm. He's like, oh, it's not that bad. And it's a perfect example of like, he knows exactly what it is, yeah. right? But he doesn't tell anyone. No. And so it's like, you fill in the gaps. Like yeah. sometimes for, and it's so, but he also completely oblivious. Yeah, like, yeah. Completely. So our next scene is Lacey's impromptu date with Webb where she just pops in on him. Yeah. He's going to get her a drink. And this is when I was like, oh, you're oh. cheap as shit. Look at yeah. you. We can't even like grab a new bottle of Perrier water. Like, really? He had to combine two bottles to make a full bottle and then tried to put the cap back on to like fool her. But it totally doesn't work. <laughs> it's it, it just, it grosses me out. Maybe it's because it's all about the other like half-eaten food and stuff mm-hmm. like there's just something about and the limes seem to have already been in the glass like, like they're already and stuff. used yeah, yeah like oh yeah this is what you offer the but young lady seventy thousand dollar checks a bunch of them around not right cashed. and she didn't seem to care no because i'm sure she came from rich stock i guess yeah because <laughs> he asked her what she does and she says i enjoy right that was her response i enjoy that's what she does yeah he serenades her at the piano. Yes. Very strange I could be song. I in love with you. <laughs> Leads to some skinny dipping in the pool. Mm-hmm. Well, for her at least. I, he had shorts on. Yeah. Yeah. Leads to a little baby oil massage. A lot of baby oil. A lot of baby oil. <laughs> Too much baby oil. Uh-huh. It seems like it leads to sexy time. It, yeah, We just does. don't see it. Yes. She says, kiss me, you fool. Yeah. Stop talking and just kiss me. Another improv scene actually made her a little uncomfortable and they had to kind of like talk it out a little bit because she didn't know what Chevy Chase was going to do. And so once they kind of like got some of the basics down, it was like, okay, all right. And I'm not like creeped out as much now, which makes sense, you know? Sure. So the next day is the, the christening. It's the big old Snell party. Yes. They're stoked. He's stoked about his, his new, his new water vessel. Very much so. Yeah. Danny's outfit choice thoughts. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious is what it is. And I I'm like, are you that big of a brown noser? Or are you making fun of him? Like, what's going on? What's going on, Danny? What is this? How am I taking it? I think it's the brown nosing. Yeah. I think it's exactly because when Snail shows up, he's dressed exactly the same way. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Snail's wife, I think, is secretly kind of in love with him like she's flattered by him when he's you know out there in this outfit you know what i mean and mm-hmm. he's obviously playing into her too i'm sure to kind of get in with mr smale and says he'll may i escort you and smale comes up and he's like are you trying to get in with my number one gal 
totally. <laughs> That's so my objective. Get my freak on with this old lady. Right. <laughs> and the grandkids spalding again, you know, making fun of him, doing that whole thing, which mm. reminds me, I forgot to tell you one of my favorite, favorite scenes was earlier in the film mm. when they're on the fairway and Smale is like kicking his ball out of the rough. Yes. In the background is Spalding hacking at the fairway yeah. and cussing out the ball. <laughs> he's then, not really cussing. He's like, farts. Yeah. Double farts. Like, but there's like like chunks oh, yeah. of it flying all over the he's place. A terrible golfer. Awful. Yeah. And, you know, he thinks, I think he thinks highly of himself. So it, it, it's funny to me mm. when that's the guy mm. that's like giving Danny shit. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's too perfect. I get you. Yeah. Danny gets left with this douchey, like, lawyery student guy. Mm-hmm. And then Lacey kind of rescues him. Comes up with, like, some hippie-looking dude. And she tells him, she tells Danny that she's got some grass to smoke. And it's obviously the hippie dude's grass because he's like, I only got a little bit. And, she, and her response is then split. Right. And all, she must have taken the weed, obviously. You know what I mean? And then... um. Tells the 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 nephew the to split too, like tells him to kick rocks, yeah, so that she can be alone with Danny. And then we get into Snell's weird speech. And my favorite thing about the boat is its name. What was the the flying the flying wasp? Yes, it's perfect. Yeah, no doubt. Oh my gosh, no doubt. And it's a cute little sailboat. It is, but they didn't teach her how to how to hit the. Hit well, the bottle right, I when the spot, that, that's not the spot. I would think that that thing would be stronger than that. You would think so. You're right. I was like, what is that, balsa wood? Cork wood? <laughs> like, that shit broke real easy. And then we cut back to Lacey and Danny, mm-hmm. and she's putting it on thick with the palm, and then she's totally coming on to him. Oh, full on, like licking his, the palm of his yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah. And he's almost in disbelief, like, this is happening? Yeah. I can't believe this is happening. She's above his league, but she's friendly. Friendly. Yes. Yeah. So then we cut back, and and um, and Al notices that Smale is his little boat, and he decides to just take control of the motorboat. <laughs> and at first, he's swinging that thing. Like, he's full-fledged on it. Like, it's it's full rudders forward. And he's going right toward him and he, he like makes a couple of moves and he's good. But then I think he realizes that it's too much for him. And then it kind of gets scary where he's kind of whipping around and he like yeah. knocks the, but it's so gentle when he knocks the floating barge <laughs> totally. with the party. Yeah. Yes. It's like they're coming in hot, but when he like hits it, it's like poop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they gently kind of slide off yeah. the thing to safety, which mm-hmm. good, good. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I'm not saying that he's never driven a boat before, yeah. but I have a feeling he's never driven this one. Yes. Yes. It just goes so bad so quick. It really does. Because it's huge. It and really there's is. a lot of people in, yeah. on the water. And and I, I, I just, I do, I think it's a dick move what he does to Smail, even though I don't like Smail. Mm-hmm. Dropping the, the anchor on his sailboat like that. Yeah. Uh, and even before that, the wake that he creates mm-hmm. when, when he goes by the first time. Yeah. And dad doesn't even, and then when he drops the anchor through it, he says, you scratched my anchor. Like, dude, you sank my ship. Yeah, like, Like, whoa. (laughs) But that never comes up. No. It's never brought up again. It's not even a thing. It is, but it's it's strange. Because it shouldn't be, like, you and I are thinking, like, we're exchanging insurance. Like, you know, if if it was us, it'd be like, this is getting handled. For sure. Because, no. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Is that how the rich people handle it? Maybe they're like, "Oh, this is nothing. We'll deal with it later." I know where you golf. <laughs> so Danny makes it with Lacey. Yeah. And what I thought was so hilarious was when they're laying there, and he's like, "You know, it's cool. Like you can see other people." <laughs> and she just thinks it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's like, oh, I do. Um, "Hmm." He's so he's so like sincere too. Uh I don't know. Maybe I should feel bad for him. I don't know. (laughs) But then Smell walks in and just loses his shit. Mm. 
swinging his putter, like breaking his own stuff, breaking the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever, I well, I have never been angry enough to start breaking all of my own things. Yeah, no, I'm not that guy either. Like I would never be that one that would like throw my, purposely throw my iPhone against like a wall. Totally. I, you know, I see people do that and I'm like, dude, that's like a grand. Yeah. Like now what? I've been frustrated <laughs> with my phone and I have thrown it against the pillow before. Oh yeah. A safety. Yeah, soft, soft little landings. Because I don't want to buy a new phone. <laughs> but hey, maybe Smail has it like That's that. That's when you got money. He's a judge. <laughs> right. He's got money. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. Danny makes it out. But obviously, this is not the end of this. No. But the next scene is probably my favorite Carl scene. And it's his golf, his, his solo golf tournament that he's... He's doing all the commentary for killing the. I think they're uh, peonies. They're mums. Oh, is that what they were? Okay, mums. He's, he's like slaughtering these mums. Like, and I don't even think it's a golf club. I think it's some kind of like gardening. Yeah. Tool. You're right. Yeah. And it was. Um, I just loved how engrossed he is in it. Oh yeah. And he's like the Cinderella boy. Yeah, the Cinderella story. It's a Cinderella story. You know, like, he calls himself the Cinderella boy, yeah. which just it, it's <laughs> it's too funny in this whole thing. Like what I also thought was strange was that the dude who approaches him, like he sees him like and he's like, oh, naturally, like you're a caddy. Yeah. I want to go shoot nine yes. before the storm comes he's, in. And it's it just seems to me like, do you guys see Carl the same way I see Carl? <laughs> because you are all making giving him a lot of license and leash. Mm-hmm. That I would not just, give Carl. But Carl just goes with it. He just grabs oh, yeah. the guy's clubs and so goes out. Yeah. I think he's like a preacher or something like that. This guy. Right. Be- yeah, because he's all the stuff that he's saying about God and and he's just having this fantastic night of golf and yeah. can't seem to miss until that last shot when he curses God and gets struck by lightning twice and then he's like glowing on the ground <laughs> I guess and I think he lives because later on he says something he's like talking to somebody he's like there is no God I, well, I thought it was a different guy really was it the I, same guy? I thought it was I wasn't sure I thought that it what would make more think. sense it did that's actually what... <laughs> it would make yeah. a lot more sense because when he's having that weird he's like been drinking at the bar for the last yeah. four days or something mm-hmm. and they're like you're a bishop you're yeah. He's like oh yeah i think it was him. okay i think so i could be wrong let us know yeah really <laughs> so that opens that scene mm-hmm. and it's all of these dudes again this must be the only place to hang out well or for them yeah it's a country club <laughs> what, you go to the country club <laughs> you Dinner, wear your lunch, country all club that. jacket and you bring your country club cigars and you mm-hmm. hang out and you dance and you, you there's drink all brandy. kinds of stuff yeah for sure yeah it's what rich people do oh see why i wouldn't know anything about it hey we're working on it we're <laughs> right. working on it okay it's true so <laughs> when smell sees that al's there and he's just, he's over this guy. Yeah, he's done with him. He's like, I want you to leave the country club. Yeah, he's like, you're not even a member here. And Al is like, you know what, dude? Like, fuck you, he's actually. Like, I wouldn't even want to be a member of this place. This place is a a trap, like a rat trap, basically. And he's like, the only reason I'm here is because maybe I'll buy the place. Yeah, turn into that, condominiums. And that just, that just, that just, that was like an insult to Smale. He was like, you buy Bushwood? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, another yeah. like another oh like you can tell this is a sacred space for mm-hmm. smell. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, and then they basically come up with this way to kind of diffuse the situation is to is to have their own little golf tournament. Yes. Twenty thousand dollar stakes, ten each. Yes, and that was just going to be the two of them at first, and then. Um, Al suggests it being like a team up. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Ty gets brought into it and yeah. he kind of gets ensnared and you can tell he's like, I don't yeah. really want to like do this. But yeah. what I love is when Smale is trying to convince him all the reasons he shouldn't be his partner mm-hmm. and he plays him and then flips it around. Like you could just see in his eyes like, oh, I've been waiting for this moment yeah. to just like have you suck up to me just so I could like tell you no like like my fuck dad you. hated you like yeah like, like my dad never liked you 
And he's like, why don't we make it 40,000? Nice. Yeah. That tournament is going to take place the next morning. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be on the low because there's not supposed to be any betting. No, there's no, there's no gambling that's illegal at Bushwood. Then we get Carl. And again, we're just escalating because no one's told him not to. And mm-hmm. we've got plastic explosives. Yeah. And this is must be the only uh, gopher in the world that can read. Right? Because he looks right at the explosives and he immediately knows what they are. It's a advanced yeah. gopher it's for sure. Advanced gopher for sure. Yeah. Yes. And Carl Oblivious doesn't see the doesn't gopher. Doesn't even know that the gopher's spying on him. Mm-mm. Gopher's making his own strategy. No kidding, right? Yeah. Then we find out that, that Ty, he's playing a little late round. Late night. Like it's late dark. night. Yeah, it is dark. And I don't get it. I don't know why this is happening. I, I, I just don't. I don't. Night golf doesn't make sense enough. It's like it's hard enough to find your golf ball during the daytime. <laughs> right. So night golf made absolutely no sense unless he had like a glow in the dark ball, which I didn't see it. But I love how he's like in the bushes. Like he's like, there it is. It's a tideless. Yep, that's it. And yeah. like shoots it out of the bushes through Carl's window. And the only reason this scene happens is okay. that the executives of the film realized that there was no scene with the two biggest stars in the film. For sure. Well, my favorite part of the scene is when Carl seems to be trying to impress Ty and he just wants to hang out. And it's yeah. like, obviously no one hangs out with Carl much. No. He's in like a shack or like a shed. Yeah. Something like that. And he's like, is this your place, Carl? And he's like, yeah, what do you think? I think it's a dump, dude. (laughs) I mean, what and what's this here? And 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 actually, no one asks. He just has to tell him about his hybrid grass. Yeah, it's it's hilarious to me because that that little progression where you can see that Ty just wants to get out, Mm -hmm. but Carl's not going to let that happen. No. And he just, he keeps stringing on. He's trying to offer him alcohol and he's like, no glass. And he's yeah. like, and he's trying to give him this hybrid weed. And yeah. he's like, Big no, ass no, joint. no. And then finally it just, he's like, fine, maybe this will just get me out of here. Yeah. Takes a hit off the joint. <laughs> takes slugs a swig down off some the of the bottle, off uh, the Carlos Rossi. Oh my gosh. I love how it was uh, Kentucky bluegrass, something else, and Northern California since Amelia. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Seems to be that it was effective. Yeah. You yeah. can play 36 holes on it and then take it home and get stoned out of your bejesus. I was like, okay, Carl, maybe that is your future. <laughs> nice. That's my kind of golf course. Come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and when he hits it, he's like, he's like, it's a little harsh. Yeah. It's a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And so he gets out of there, plays through. And then he's late for tea time the next morning. Mm-hmm. And so Ty and and, uh, and Al, they, they just roll up in the car. Right up in his European, I, I don't know what kind of car it I don't was. Either. But the, the, the driving wheel was on the our passenger side. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that little interaction when, when Smales comes up and he's telling Ty to back this car out of here. And Ty's like, oh, okay. Oh, it's over here. And he's like, you put that steering wheel over here and you back this car right out of here. He's like, okay, I got you, I got you. As soon as Smale walks away, he just gets out. He's like, let's play some golf. Yeah. Yeah. So then we see that Carl is wiring up his plastic explosive squirrels. His animals, his squirrels. and yeah. What else did he have? I think he had like some gophers and some yeah. squirrels and I think like some rabbits. Oh, he, he had, had a rabbit. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, we bounce back and the competition gets going. And then there's like this secret following. Like no one's supposed to know this game is happening and that there's money on the line, but they know. Well, there's one guy comes out and it's not a hundred thousand, it's like eighty thousand at this point, because it's twenty thousand each, forty thousand each team. And so there's the one guy that goes in and he starts to like drum up bets and he's like, It's a hundred thousand dollar bet that's golf bet that's going on right now. And so then all the workers are there that are like that guy and the workers that are in like the the golf, the pro shop, mm-hmm. and then of course all of the caddies are like watching and interested, and they know it's going on. Yeah, so all of a sudden there's like a crowd. Yeah, yeah. and they they kind of go through the montage. Mm-hmm. We don't see every single stroke, no. thankfully. Yes, 
And then when we get to like a break and lunch, and then that's when you see that they're doing those like side bets on, on Spalding. Yes. Whether he's going to eat his booger or not. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Al realizes he's having the worst game of his life. Mm-hmm. And that now there's so much money on the line. And Ty s- tells him straight up. He's like, look, man, it's okay. You're just you're not good. Right. Like it's not, like it's probably up, not just like a, not, an outlier. Yeah, it's probably like just normal. Not good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when they get back on the course, that's when Al goes ahead and like fakes an injury. Well, he, he, he shanks the ball, it hits off the ball washer, and then comes back and hits him in the arm. And then he, he sees an opportunity and he takes it. Yeah. yeah and he fakes the injury. Yes, you're right. And I don't know what kind of doctor that doctor was to just be like, oh, yes, 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 I, it's probably totally like goes, a fracture. It, it could be a fracture, I think is what he says. It could be a fracture. And I don't, maybe he was just done. Yeah. You know, maybe he's like, I just want to go home. Yeah. I'm done with this. But then. It's not going to be a draw. It's gonna, yeah. It's not so, going to be a draw. But yeah, he's like, then you get to pick somebody else or you yes. gonna, if you allow somebody and they try to, he tries, Smales tries to pick Spalding. Right. To, to play. And he's like, ah. Uh, that's when uh, Ty is like, no, I think we get to pick, you know, who right. we want. Yeah, like, that, that know, would make more sense. And we'll take Danny. And then, you know, of course, Smale's trying to use his influence over Danny. Mm-hmm. And and that's when Al's like, I'll make it worth your while. And Danny throws his hat down. Yeah, he's yeah. like, all right, man, guess I'm not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping he gets a good piece of this. Yeah. But I we'll, would hope so. You know, it, it mean, sounds that way. And, and that, that guy's how, pretty, exactly. You see how frivolous exactly. Al is with money, I'm totally. sure. Totally, yeah. yeah. So this, uh, again, montage through seems to be going well. Mm-hmm. And then we're at the final hole. Yep. And it's all even, it seems. Yeah, all or yeah, all even at this point, all, all tied up. Um, and at the same time, we have the same scene going with, Carl. Yes. And all the planting of all the plastic explosives and the the gopher. And gopher's like, like, I know what that is. Yeah. He, well, the first one he walks up to and he's like looking at it and he like sniffs at it and he like even like touches it. You know what I mean? Like it's like. He's like, you can't fool me, yeah. Carl. <laughs> I, saw I saw you. Yeah. The explosives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, excuse this, this is doctor ordered. And they like had the wires sticking out of like the plastic explosives. Yeah. He's like talking like he's the squirrel. You know, he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Gopher, do you mind if I step in? Excuse this, it's doctor ordered. Yeah. I'm glad Carl's having a, such a good time <laughs> with his murderous plans. Yes, no doubt. When they're back on the green and Smale is deciding on the on the putter, and I just found it so strange the way he reacts to the putter. It's got a full sleeve. Yeah. He's like kind of kissing it and smelling yeah. it. And it's, I was like, he is way too intimate with this putter. It's really weird. It is, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No. But he gets his shot. Some people are superstitious with different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like basketball players have to bounce it so many times or spin it like a couple of times before they they take the shot you know so he i i i it was very creepy but i thought of it like as maybe like a ritual sure that he had before he would use said putter that was very special and dear to him right yeah. and he's in his own world it yeah. doesn't really matter yeah no doubt so now we've got a full crowd i mean it's like Everyone is here. Yeah, it's like the U.S. Open. Or, <laughs> Seriously. I don't know if that's what it is or not, but yeah, it's like that. And they see Ty misses his putt. Mm. And then it comes back down to Danny. Well, the doctor misses too. So the first, yeah. let's go back. The doctor right. misses, Smell makes it, and or Smales makes it, then Ty misses, mm-hmm. and, it's and down then to it Danny. comes down to Danny. Yeah. At that point, that's when our friend Al... He ups it to 80 each. Mm-hmm. So now we're at 160. Yeah. Dang. And this has got money to burn. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Sounds fun. Dude, if I had 80 grand, the Maldives. Oh yeah. Dude. That sounds amazing. Heck yeah. And it doesn't seem to be too much pressure. Like Danny's like, eh, eh, eh. You know, it's pressure, but mm-hmm. it's 
But he seems pretty cool he and does, relaxed. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I'm getting a larger chunk mm-hmm. of this. This could be good for me. Heck I think yeah. he said. Yeah. He takes a shot. And it's just short. Like, it's like hanging on the edge. Like, it really surprised yeah. me that it didn't go in. But it's like fully hanging on the edge. And Smales loses it because he's thought, he's thinking he's won. And in reality, like, I was wondering, you know, there has to be some kind of time limit on the shot. Like, okay, I would yeah, think yeah. That. But the whole time that it was like the explosions were going, the head the head of the the caddyshack was watching the ball, like legit like bent over, like watching the ball. And then once it dropped, he was like, It's a birdie. Yeah. And that's what took them ahead, yes. So you saw the decimation of, of the golf course. Completely destroyed. They did build a separate high hill to oh, do they? to do to this. blow up. Okay. But the pyrotechnicians did use too many explosives. Uh-huh. And so they actually the planes that were flying over were calling in because it looked like a plane crashed. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like really was wow. some serious okay. business. And I, th- I mean, as I was watching, I was like, wow, that is extreme yeah. blowing up. Mm. Very. I mean, very, very explosions. Extreme. Yes. That's what those are called. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then the poor little gopher, he's got the fire is coming down the tunnel. He's moving. He's making moves, though. And luckily, he survives to dance another day. He does. He really does. To, to come back in Caddyshack, too. Right. <laughs> Any final thoughts on uh, on Caddyshack? Yeah, it's like one of those classic movies that I remember from my youth, and it always makes me smile and laugh. And like I said, I even do things from it. Then, then, then. Right. Yeah. Nice. And I always, every once in a while, somebody will say something, and I'll do the "Thanks for nothing" <laughs> from the girl. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie is embedded in my brain for sure. So. So. What is it going to be? So this week we are going to watch Gladiator. Gladiator is in Russell Crowe Gladiator. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Are you not entertained? Thank you. (laughs) I am. I mean. This movie's badass. It is. I've been thinking about it a lot lately and I just was like, yeah. All right. That's it. Sweet. I'm excited. Me too. Can't wait to talk about it. I know. Yeah. Our thoughts. Good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you all. And we'll be back at you next time. Yeah. Bye. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.